The content of the following program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or cure. Always consult your physician or a health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Ready, set, go! And the truth shall set you free! Welcome to One Life Radio. We are indeed going higher today, everyone. Welcome to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell and Marie Early. And we are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. Hey, hut hut, you guys. Hut. It's, Im- <laughs> it's improv day. Oh, my gosh. Improv day, hey? Improv day. That's right. We're going to talk about nothing, just like Jerry Seinfeld. Remember that episode where we wanted to do a show about nothing? Except every show was about something. <laughs> Nobody ever talked about that. What's up with that? I know. Well, that's what we're going to do today. We did have a guest lined up, but, you know, emergencies happen, and he could not be on the show, so we're going to reschedule him. And I immediately uh, got optimistic about it because, you know, we don't get to be ourselves on the air really that often and just be ourselves and talk. Marie Early, what do you want to say? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not oh used God. to improv. You you're better figure to, it out. Well, you better figure it out because you're about you're live, girl, sister. Whatever it is that you say <laughs> or don't say, just say it loudly and with yeah, passion. You, yeah, that's and right. And it'll sound like it's on purpose. What that's are they right. doing next door? What is it with the noise next door? <laughs> hey, sorry, hang on a second. <clears throat> hey, we're trying to do a show in here. <laughs> What's going on? Do you have a megaphone in there or whatever they call that? Why do you think I? Why do you think I have a megaphone? <laughs> I don't know. Because how are you making that noise? <laughs> Maybe the people that are next door want to come on the show. Yeah. Well, it's Ben and Skin, isn't it? Right next door, beyond the uh, on the other side of the wall. Are they live right now? Uh, yes. Yeah, they're live on ninety-seven point one. The Eagle. No, no, no. Ninety-seven point one. The Freak. <laughs> The freak. That's right. It's no the eagle the has mi- been killed. The, it has been murdered. Yeah, it has been trampled. Eagle. They have plucked all the feathers out of it. Yeah. How many years was the mighty eagle on the on the uh, on the air? I was going to say on the line, <laughs> on the air, Jerry. Uh, believe it came back in. Uh, so I remember. Okay, it was like so 2007. I would have to look that up. Okay. Well, uh, when I first moved to Dallas, I used to listen to Kid Craddock on the Eagle when he did the Eagle Morning Show, and he actually was my first friend here in Dallas, or it felt like he was my Kid, friend. Kid because Craddock he was, was on Kiss. Is Kid, uh, on Kiss. Oh, he was on Kiss. Yeah. You know, wasn't he on the on the Eagle at the very beginning when he? I could have sworn no, he was. No, he, no, he was on Kiss. Okay, never mind. They had um, <laughs> they had a different well, drive still, time show, and then they had. Okay. Um, uh, what's what's his name from New York? Um, um, oh, I know who you're, the one that's real obnoxious. What's his name? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I then, can't stand him. What is his name? He's so obnoxious. And then they replaced him with somebody else obnoxious, yeah. whose name we won't mention. Russ Martin. <laughs> what is his name? Somebody call us and tell us what his name is. I know there's people out there listening. In fact, that know his name. I'm just having a mental block here. Well, name a DJ that isn't. Well, he, no, he's the one that used to like get a hooker on the show and then be Raider live on the air. What, who Howard I, Stern. Howard Stern. Howard that's Stern. His he name. didn't berate them. Oh, he did too. He used to. He was a, He's he's got to be the biggest jackass on, in in the history of media, in my opinion. He was such a such a 
just he's such a bully. Well, good. I hope he's listening because he's a bully, and um, and I don't like him, and I never have. I think he's just mean. He's just mean. You don't, and you don't get laughs. If you get laughs off of making fun of other people, you're just a bully. You're mean, and you're not very talented, by the way. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> he's what's called a shock jock. He's trying to get some kind yeah. of reaction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he wanted people like me dead. You know that during the whole COVID thing? He thought anti-vaxxers should be killed. Yeah. So, um, yeah, then there's that. But anyway, but anyway, let's have fun with this because, you know, uh, you know, I, I ran across this article and I thought it was really funny. Uh, I should say no, but I feel bad. Have you ever had uh, to say no to someone? Of course, the answer is yes. And how did you do it? But there's some really great stories in here or uh, not stories, but like questions. Okay, so it says the delicate art of saying no, it's rarely easy and it's not always popular, but it's necessary for your sanity, not to mention your overpacked schedule. Need help? Here it is. So this is an article written by Jennifer King Lindsay, and it was in The Power of Less, which is a little magazine that I bought. But I'm going to tell you the scenario and you tell me what you would do. What practical advice would you give this person? So here's the first one. My friend constantly sends me invitations and emails for a product line that she sells from home. I feel so much pressure to buy and I want to help her, but I don't want to be guilted into spending money on stuff that I don't want. So what would you do? What would you say to her? Jerry, you go first. Um, She's she- constantly inviting you on sending you emails, blowing up your email for product, for product lines that she sells from home. Is it a friend of mine? Yeah. I'm just not interested. Yeah. But you're direct about it, right? You don't beat around the bush. So listen to what, you know, what she says. She says, you know, um, the, okay, so she says why it's, it, okay, so how to say no. Be supportive but direct. So I'm glad, I'm so glad you found a passion that you can use your great skills at or uh, suggest this person, uh, Hanks, but I'm not just interested in buying any uh, candles right now. Humor can help too, maybe. But it says, uh, you know, I, I would just be direct and say, you know, I, I appreciate you sending it to me. And when I, when I see something that I like or I can use, I'd be happy to support you as a friend. But I, I've had people that have done this to me. And I think. Oh, wait, wait, hang on, hang on. All right, so burn has phased out of existence. We're having a little issue with the interwebs here. I'm sure if we wait just a moment, she will be back. Waiting. 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 Oh, are you there? Am I back? There we are, and she's back, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm back. And she's back. Okay, and so my... So it must be my internet has been going. It does that. It, it's raining. It's wet. The it's lines raining, are probably full of water. Yeah, I can see. Um, I can see the steam coming out of my dryer vent, and uh, and my gate will probably have trouble opening today. It always gets cantankerous when the when the uh, when the temperature is damp or cold. Why is that, male person? <laughs> Do you know how to fix things? <laughs> yeah. 
No. What what what? Because I'm the guy, I'm going to explain how that works. Yeah, how does that work? Why is that? Or is somebody out there that knows the answer to that? Call us at two one four seven eight seven eleven ninety because we are taking calls today as well. Or eight one seven seven eight seven one one nine zero. That's right. Not that it Wrong. matters in the age of cell phones anymore. It doesn't. It doesn't. But that's that's because we're in Dallas Fort Worth. So that's the Fort uh, Fort Worth eight one seven area code, and two one four is Dallas. For those of you wondering, in the California. reason why your gate stops working is because the hydraulics get cold and it requires more pressure for things to move around, so it makes them slower. That's why it gets old and cantankerous. Really? And when it rains outside, there's, there's a lot hydraulics. of moisture in the air that can yeah. cause micro shorts. Mm, interesting. And so there's not a lot I can do about it. I just have to uh, roll with it, right? That's right. No, no pun intended. Okay, so, uh, but I don't think I have hydraulics. I do on one gate. On the other one, I don't. I think it just it rolls back and forth. There's a chain on it. So whatever that means, <laughs> whatever that does, uh, I don't know. But where did I leave off in this story of practical advice? Uh, we were telling that lady how to uh, GTFO with all of her crappy candles. Okay. We what don't want G- them. What is GTFO? Uh, I can't the, say it on uh, the air. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I, I've never heard that acronym, but I figured it out pretty quickly. Get the... Blank. Funk out. Get the funk out. Okay. Um, you know what? So how would you handle it, you guys? Jerry, Marie, how have, would you, well, how, what would you do? I have questions because if it's like a mass email and you're just on her email list, then you don't have to reply anything. But if she's specifically emailing you and saying, hey, look at my stuff, just I would reply that's those are really hmm. cute. Well, it doesn't indicate if it's a private email or a mass email, but um, yes. But if you say, "Hey, that's really cute," then <gasps> so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, and they're just going to keep you got you got to you got to cut it off. Uh, well, yeah, I, I well, you know, it's uh, here's in in this article it says why it's so hard that these pitches rely on the fact that it's difficult to refuse friends and family. Of course, you know, I I, I can remember us a, a friend of mine who used to be in the car business, okay, and that's the first one that, that that's what they say: sell to your f- uh, family and friends first. That's why uh, multi level marketing is so popular, by the way, and and so useless. I might add, <laughs> you, but you guys you are... run out of friends and family eventually, unless it's an outstanding product. What tip? Which typically it is not if it's multi-level marketing, because if it is if it was worth its weight in gold, you wouldn't have to you have to do that. What do you think about that? What I just said that's a powerful statement because there's a lot of people out there listening that have or are participating in MML. Can I go? Sure. I don't even know. <laughs> no, Marie, we're on radio, so you don't have to ask permission. You just talk. Sister. Did you raise you your talk. hand? I know. No, she didn't raise her hand. I'll slap her after. Well, I mean, <laughs> a if they're your friend, you want to support them, and so b y'all are already saying that you how to say no. But what if she has cool stuff? Sometimes then you buy like, it. Well, then you yeah. buy it. The point of this exercise is saying no. If it's a situation right. where you're going to say right. yes, it doesn't apply. So yeah. if you buy it sometimes when it's something that you think is cool or you like, then the other times you can just say this is totally crap or I don't I'm thinking like of Jason I'm it. thinking of Jason Harris, the uh, author who and uh, who's been on the show many times, gr- wonderful guy, author of the book The Soul of or the the Persu- ar- the soul of persuasion i think that's it i got two copies of it over here in my book case which i'll turn around and grab in a minute but he says that the sexiest word in the uh, in the in the uh english language is or mayonnaise in any language is no that that's a sexy word to say no it gives you power so what do you think about that <laughs> we'll send this little clip to jason <laughs> 
But I remember it from his book, which is an, an amazing book, by the way. It's just a really good book about sharing information and ideas and letting the universe and nature, you know, do what it does best, which is to, you know, create mar- remarkable things, right? When you, when you give, it's a reciprocal thing. It always comes back to you. It's like karma. Yes. And yeah. you can't go wrong being honest. And generous. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what? We're going to go for a break, and uh, we're going to continue this conversation. Everyone, I hope you're enjoying it. Stay tuned. You are listening to One Life Radio. If you missed the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at oneliferadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, barricade. (laughs) In today's environment, books provide the most reliable means for disseminating knowledge. Children's Health Defense Publishing offers titles written by foremost authorities and courageous voices who speak the truth despite criticism and consequences, often at the expense of their careers. Here are the latest must-reads in the fight for truth. The Courage to Face COVID-19, Preventing Hospitalization and Death While Battling the Biopharmaceutical Complex by true crime writer John Leake and prominent research cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough. Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming by Dr. Robert Malone. And Cause Unknown, the Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022 by former BlackRock fund manager Ed Dowd. Get your copies today at skyhorsepublishing.com and listen to the show every Monday with Mary Holland, president of Children's Health Defense for updates and deep dives into these new releases. That's skyhorsepublishing.com. Back with more positivity pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio. All right. <laughs> I love this song. Oh my gosh. You said play my favorite stuff. You play your favorite stuff. You, you know how many times? News, baby. Oh my god. I have. Uh, you know how many times I've danced to this song? Let's dance right now. New York, New York is everything they say. I think I did a robot. <laughs> Go ahead and sing, Jerry. Half a million things, all at a quarter to free. When they play their music, hard rock and music, they back it with a lot of style. But it's still that same old rock and roll music that really, really drives them wild. They say the hard rock and roll is still beating. And from what I've seen, I believe them. Now the old may be barely breathing. Go, Jerry, go. God, does that bring back memories or what? <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> you are listening to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry and Marie. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. We're just doing kind of like an improv, improv show today. Uh, we had a guest scheduled, but uh, they're in Hawaii, and something happened, and they couldn't show up. So I said, you know, let's just do a show. We'll they're get in on. Hawaii. They're on a beach. <laughs> They're I sipping know, a they're... Mai Tai and nope, having no. like a giant being fanned <laughs> with a giant leaf by some beautiful native person. Exactly, exactly. Watching a hula girl dance or something. I don't know. Is that being, uh, is that is that okay to say that? Or are you not allowed to say that anymore too? Are you allowed? <laughs> allowed to say native person? A hula girl? Oh, a hula, hula girl. girl. Hula yeah, girl. I think hula girls are fine. Our hula girls are fine? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's great to be here. Always great to be here. Sorry. And we're just... Hula women. Hula women. Oh, yeah. I can't say girl either. I, I don't know what I, you I can say know. anymore. Hula and girls. I, hula girls. Hula yeah. theys. Hula she, theys. 
She, mm-hmm. she, what do you call it? She, what's the other one? It's, I know right they, now. I, they, them, and we. They, them, or, and we. I but if you're know. a she, you're a she, her. She, her. She, her, hers. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm a, I'm a she, her. What are you, what are you? <laughs> I called you Liz. What are you, what are you, Marie? I'm a girl. You're a girl. You're not a woman? I'm a miss. And I'm a, a miss. Okay. And a, yeah. Okay. And what are you? What are you, Jerry? Um, I'll let you know when I figure it out. Okay. All right. Well, you know, this is a really good article that I pulled uh, just for us to talk about. It says, I should say no, but I feel bad. The delicate art of saying no. Okay. Anything else you guys want to elaborate on about practical advice or your opinion about uh, your friend who's constantly sending you invitations to buy stuff? Just you tell them no. <laughs> Just tell them no. They're your like friend. It. Yeah, that's right. If they're truly a friend. In fact, you should guide them. If it's something that that they're going to waste their time trying to promote, promote and you think it's, you know, junky or, you know, kind of, you know, the word I'm looking for. If it's just a crappy product, uh, just tell them. Be honest. Be straightforward. You know, um, <laughs> I think that's the best way, because if you beat around the bush, you never really get to the get to the meat of the uh, of the, what you really want to say to the bottom or whatever. <laughs> Yes. Hello. Yes. Okay. Dead silence. Radio silence. Okay. Next one. I work part time and volunteer at my child's school when I can. One parent asked me to take on a weekly job that would suck my only free day. Uh, instead of saying no, I've ignored her emails. I see her at school and I hide. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. That's, that's terrible. Yes, don't do that. Come on. What is what a what a wuss thing to do. What a terrible that's just like not cool. I would I would just say, you know, hey, that's the only I would tell her or him, that's the only day I have off a week and I have to keep it open, but when I can help out, I want to and I will. Marie, what would you do? I would probably do the same thing that girl did. And just say no. The only reason that Why? girl is bothering her and keeps after her is because she doesn't want to do it. So, obviously, it's a job nobody wants to do. So, I mean, I would probably just You would avoid her? her? No. If you saw her in the hall, you would run the other way so you wouldn't have to have the encounter? That's not... Uh, never. Just until I could get my thoughts together because I'll get frazzled sometimes and I'll just say yes right off the bat just because I'm nervous. Hmm. Oh, Marie. Marie, Marie, Marie. <laughs> What are you gonna? What's that? What's the name of that song? <laughs> How do you solve a problem? How do you solve a problem? Make Maria, or, but it's not Maria. It's Marie. But uh, so Jerry, what would you do? I would just tell them I don't have the time. They don't even they they don't even have to know because a lot of people, and this is me, not having a whole lot of faith in humanity anymore. I love people. People suck. Just mm-hmm. you know, process that. Um, <laughs> You don't want to tell them that it's because you got free time because then they're like, oh, well, see, you got free time. You just don't want to do it. No, I do not have the time for it. Well, I say, you know, you treat others the way you'd like to treat yourself or the way you you want to be treated. The well, golden that's the rule. thing. I'm a big boy. It's, if somebody tells yeah. me no, I can yeah, take it. You take it. But ignoring a difficult request, um, it can seem like, and I'm reading this, can seem like the path of least resistance, but it's in, ineffective. And impolite. I agree with that. And to leave people guessing, uh, says this person, over time, this tack uh, can be more anxiety producing for you than being direct. I could not agree more. And the other thing is, is you should never feel bad about saying no if something is going to interfere with something that you're doing for yourself. Right. I've said this to Byrne before. You cannot mm-hmm. set yourself on fire to keep someone else warm. 
Yeah, no, and I do it all the time. I'm always trying to help so many people and so many animals to my own detriment, uh, both financially and spiritually. Sometimes I don't get the rest that I need uh, or, or take care of myself like I should because I'm so busy taking care of others. But I feel privileged to have the health that I have um, and uh, the success that I have, and I feel like it's my obligation to help others. I really do. I, um, that's how I was raised. My mom and dad were the same way. To go back to what we were talking about earlier with Jason Harris, who's a really great guy who's been on the show a couple of times and during COVID too when we really needed some positivity and just some people on the air that you know wanted to talk and and spread positivity not fear the name of his book is The Soulful Art of Persuasion and it's a great book and that's where I got the quote from that the sexiest uh, word in the English language is no which is what we're talking about today how to say no Uh, and you know in this article to go back to someone who wants you to take your only day off and help them you know, commit to um, helping whatever it is, a school lunch program or whatever. I don't know what it is, but uh, it says uh, t- how to say no. Send an uh, apologetic email. I'm so sorry that I never got back to you. This year has totally gotten away from me, and I realize I'm not able to swing it, but I could make a little time to help with publicity next month. Uh, she will probably be sympathetic. Everyone can relate to being overwhelmed, and you won't have to spend the spring sing hiding behind your program. Marie, <laughs> she's over hidden in the corner, by the way. I, I can't see her face oh, I'm while I'm talking. She likes being over in the corner of the studio on a pillow. As far away from the microphone as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like my little comfort zone over here. Yeah. Well, uh, you know. But yeah, so I think just being honest is the best policy. Uh, that's right. But sometimes you need to uh, regroup before you answer. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's good to be straightforward, not to hurt people's feelings, but just to give them a straight answer. But, you know, I think that's the New York girl in me. You know, in New York, it's too cold to, to have a lot of words. You're on the street walking, you know, yeah, and you just like. I try real hard to do that with my <laughs> friends, but if it's people that I don't really know, I am always like six inches away from being an a-hole. I just, mm. it, you know, so I, I may be brusque, <laughs> but, you know, it. <laughs> If, if if it's it's like if it's you know like in the first one I'll be I'll be a little nicer to them. It's like no no I'm not really interested. Uh, I'm really not somebody that I barely know at the school. It's like nope. Hmm. Yeah, and a lot of times too, it's like those long excuses or drawn out reasons why you kind of don't believe them anyway. They're so annoying. a lot of times it's better just to say I can't <laughs> to tell the Sorry. truth. Yeah. To tell the truth, so the whole truth. you don't even have to say anything except yeah. for I can't do it. Well, and know? nobody nobody likes to be ghosted. Nobody because and, and basically they're saying this person said I just ghosted them, and that's a terrible feeling. You would never want someone to do that to you. It always leaves you wondering what the heck did I do? You know why are they not responding? It's a terrible feeling. You know what it feels like if you've ever had it done to you, and don't ever do that to somebody else. Honesty, absolutely is always the best policy. Any more comments before we go to break? We've got four more of these. Also, no. if they see you running from them every single time, they're going to remember that, and they're going to talk about you yeah, to their gonna, family at the holidays. Yeah, what a loser you are for not, <laughs> for not being upfront and straightforward. I'm, I'm sort of joking. Every time I see her, she runs away. She, runs, she puts she's... a little piece of paper over her head like I still can't see her. <laughs> All I want her to do is work Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think the girl knows why Yeah, you the gotta, other girl's running. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe she has no idea because communication is the key to success. Uh, and, and conversation is a source of nourishment. You know, it really is. 
I had a great conversation with somebody last night, and I have to tell you, it was like it was like uh, soul food. It really was. It's nice to have good conversations. Okay, you guys so are not chatty, good. chatty Kathy here today. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back. <laughs> you know, I'll talk. I'll give Marie a pep talk during the break. Everyone, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> like it or not, you're listening to One Life Radio. They love it. Follow us on social media at One Life Radio. Crazy Waters benefits have a history that runs deep. The legend is that in 1881, a woman who suffered from dementia would sit by the well and drink the mineral water all day long. People began to notice that the woman was not so crazy anymore. Had the well gotten rid of her crazies? The well became known as the Crazy Well and people from all over flocked to this magical place. Back in 1904, the famous mineral water company began bottling and distributing its mineral water. The benefits of these minerals all feed your body and mind what it craves. It's a natural sports drink without all the disruptive artificial flavors and sugars. You can find Crazy Water by visiting their website, drinkcrazywater.com. That's drinkcrazywater.com. Want to advertise on One Life Radio? Send us an email, info at oneliferadio.com. Contagiously positive. One Life Radio is back. <laughs> Welcome Yo, back. VIP. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Let's kick it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ice, ice, baby. I love this song. Everyone, welcome back to right, One Life Radio. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Something that grabs a hold of me tightly. Flowing like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop, yo? I don't know. Turn off the lights and I glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up the stage and wax the jumps like a candle. Dance. When the speakers go boom, I'm killing your brain. Like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly. Look at you. When I play a dope melody. He's like Anything turning it up. Something to leave it. You better gangway. You better hit bull. A kid don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, you're super talented, Jerry. You got that song down, don't you? I'm I almost do. A, and oh you should see God. me do the dance. It's hysterical. Oh, I love to dance, man. I, it's hard not to dance in the break. Typically, I do dance, but Marie's in the room, so I'm a little shy. Oh, I'm gosh. afraid she'll judge me. Now's the time <laughs> to do it. I see. Has a home improvement show now. You what? Ice tea has a, or not ice tea, ice, uh, vanilla <laughs> ice. But he has a home improvement show. Huh. So that means he can fix things. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah, That's he's nice. into house flipping now. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Who isn't? I think everybody I know does that on the side, I swear. Mr. Okay. Robert Van Winkle, who grew oh up in gosh. the, who grew up on Where, the mean streets of Carrollton, right? Texas. Carrollton. Uh, listen to this. So some, a listener who, uh, someone who's out there listening had this comment about the show. Good flow. They went silent earlier because you said you can't beat around the bush and to get the meat of things. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> kind of sounded sexual. I'm immature, though. So is everyone. Laffy face. <laughs> That's exactly. See, is that what you were thinking? I was trying to process something, but I was like, eh. I okay. I wasn't it. being sexual at all. I don't understand men that take. I mean, some <laughs> sometimes I, I get it. You know, like if you say I'm trying to think of something you would say that could be sexual. Come up with a, an example, Jerry. Male, Me? male Jerry. Yeah. Like if you say something like, um, ah. Oh, I, I can't think of something off the top of my head. Um, Marie? Man, that's hard. Think I think, let me like, check Marie's pulse. Uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> like, 
Well, I mean, okay. Anytime you say some, like, if you say the word meat, if any sentence, <laughs> guy could think you're talking about is. <laughs> you said that's like meat. And, that's Beavis and Butthead you're doing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, we were trying to think of that song earlier from the movie um, uh, Dumb and Dumber, which is one of the dumbest but funniest movies I've ever. It is. That's a, so, okay. So that's a great example of why do so many men love that movie? I don't know. You know, and they were in the car and the, the song came on the radio and they both acted like they want, were going to turn the station or they wanted to turn the channel, but they really didn't. They really wanted to sing the song and then they belted it out. I can't think of the name of the song. Um, we were singing it earlier. Marie, what was that? I have seen that movie ever. Oh. Um, it, um, we were singing it earlier. I know. Come on. It was, Come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy. I'm being the host, so it's, I, I, I don't have to take full responsibility here for not being yeah, able to remember things. I just things. haven't seen the movie. Ah, well, you've never seen the movie. What's the song, Jerry? We were singing it to you, too. Okay, it's from it's from uh, it's at uh, the Carpenters. It's from the Carpenters, and it was a Karen Carpenter song, and I can't think of the name of it. And it's about love. And anyway, he'll 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 find it. But you know, um, baby, 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 <laughs> don't you remember something about you told me, me love baby. me, baby? You I told know. you love me, baby. That's it, <laughs> baby, 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 baby. That's my Elvis I impression. Don't <laughs> oh, you mean Mockingbird? No, Mockingbird. No, that's oh. the song that it says it is. No, that's Carly uh, Simon and James. Carly Taylor. Simon. No, 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 no. The if Carpenters. Karen does. and I don't remember his name. Maybe John Carpenter. <laughs> do you even have the right song in the right movie? Yes, I do have the song in the right movie, and I will show you when we go to break. <laughs> that it's a Carpenter song. Me? Uh, it's a carpenter song. I know it is. Um, we're gonna, if, if you, if anybody out there listening knows, please call us at two one four seven eight seven eleven ninety. But yes, it's a carpenter's song. But it was really funny. It's from the movie Dumb and Dumber. Anyway, but the Mockingbird song is a great song. Carly Simon. That's one of my favorite songs. I love that song. I think every woman. I think everybody loves that song because it's just such a great duo. Do you have it there? Can we? Can we sing it? I used to dress up like Carly Simon when I was little. Really? And how did you dress up? Exactly. That's this, that's what I want to know. <laughs> she had this album, and she's got this she had several skirt on, <laughs> and this floppy hat, and these suede boots, and my mom had all that, mm -hmm. and so I would put it all and on and pose like the album cover. Ma King Bird, yeah. Don't sing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going, to, we're going, and we're, oh my gosh, we just blew through like eight minutes, but I, this is fun. It's where really I find my heaven? Where, no, 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 no. Uh, it, are you, what, okay, so I say no, no, no. What song are you looking for? The one from the movie Dumb and Dumber? Yes. Or, uh, it's Karen Carpenter's song. She. Yeah, the Carpenter's. We just it's like, sing don't it again. you remember Don't you remember you told me you love me, baby? Baby, baby, yeah. baby, baby. baby. Don't you remember you told me you loved me, baby? Yeah, and I'm okay. a way off tune, way off tune. But I know everybody out there listening knows what I'm talking about. I don't care what your age is. It's a song that, like, you just know. I can't believe you don't know it. But And Marie hasn't even seen the movie, and she knows it. I know, The Carpenters. Well, yeah, The, yeah, the Carpenters. They were, um, what's that other song? Uh, the Sprinkle Your Eyes of... Oh, uh, was Sprinkle Your Eyes of... <laughs> Superstar. And something <laughs> oh, in your eyes no. of blue. <laughs> That's the one okay. that it says it is. Superstar, uh, also known as Don't You Remember. 
Don't you follow me? you? Don't you remember you told me you love me, All baby? Around. Oh, that's the name of the song, Superstar? I never yes. knew that. See, how I didn't know the name of the song. I thought it was Don't You Remember You Told Me You Love Me, Baby. You liar, liar, and now you don't. Uh- <laughs> Just like me. Oh, they long to be Marie's going to want to kill herself after we go off the air. <laughs> there you go. Long ago, but not so far away. <laughs> okay, here we go. Feel free to sing, Jerry. I have never heard this song in my life. Ever? Oh, my God. Okay. 70 we'll, songs. We'll just let it roll. always have that whole orchestra. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Long ago, and oh, so far away. Can you believe they had her playing the drums? Yeah, she was a drummer. Sadly, she's no longer with us. You know, she passed away from anorexia. What a voice, though. Oh, my God. Great voice. So sweet and clear. <laughs> but you're not really here. <laughs> it's just the radio. It's the radio. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, enough. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is too much fun. It really is. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if I can turn around and be serious and get these other questions out. I'll try. I, I'll, I'll try though. Okay, okay. Okay. Give me something to snap me up. Snap me Wait, to it. I have a question. The alarm's gonna go off. <laughs> The alarm? We only have so many seconds of silence. Oh, and oh, then the, uh, the where did he go? <laughs> wow. Wonder Woman! Wonder Woman! That's right, baby. <laughs> All the world is waiting for you. <laughs> and the power you possess. In your sappy tights, fighting for your rights. And the old red, white, and blue. All right. I, don't, I have never heard that song before, Jerry. You've never so, heard the theme song to the 1970s Linda Carter Wonder Woman? No, I have not. Oh, my I have God. no idea. No, I have not. I have not. The female if, empowerment theme song for decades. If I, if, I, if I did, I don't remember it. I was probably busy working. <laughs> or in, something. in 1976? No, I'm joking. Oh. Well, working around the house. I started doing major housework when I was like nine years old. I was on a schedule. <laughs> it was Linda Carter and Lyle Wagner. Lyle who? Lyle Wag- Wagner. Lyle also Wagner. of the uh, Carol Burnett show fame. He was the handsome man on Carol Burnett. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. Carol Burnett, she was a funny one. She was a funny one. All the reruns are, you know, you can watch them all on YouTube. Oh, but, uh, yeah. There's, there are entire, like, streaming channels dedicated to her. Yeah, hysterical. There's one okay. on Tubi, I think. So I wonder... Uh, what was your favorite 70s show? My favorite what? 70s show. 
Like I used to love the Rockford Files. Oh, I, I loved the Rockford Files. I didn't. I didn't watch a lot of television ever in my life. Really, I watched cartoons on Saturday morning. I used to watch cartoons, and my father would always tell me to get back up from away from the screen. That I was too close, but that's where the register, where the heat was, next to the television in the living room. So I would always get a blanket and lay on the floor and put the blanket over the register in the floor and capture all the heat in my blanket <laughs> when it was like 20 below zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we had a furnace, a coal furnace. I mean, crazy, right, that they used to heat homes up north like that. A lot of them still do, but it was a three-story home, and uh, that, was the, that was the heat source in those days. Before We didn't have, you know, in upstate New York, it never really got really hot or really got really cold. Yeah, so you didn't, we didn't have central air. We did a little bit later, I think, when I was a teenager or something. I when I was very, very young, my parents had one of the old-school John Deere gas heaters. Oh, yeah. And it was in the side room, and I remember we called it the side room. It was the... Uh, converted garage room which later became my bedroom um and they had uh they were there and they would get up every morning and sit in there in front of it and drink coffee well on mm-hmm. the weekends they would do that yeah nice. in the mornings my dad would just get up and get dressed and go to work he worked in uh construction yeah well you know and uh, you know i want to give a shout out to the little red schoolhouse and you're like where where's this coming from for those of you that don't know it was a beautiful little school run by the elford family and i can't remember the name of the co-founder and i don't want to uh gosh i feel terrible not being able to remember her name but we didn't know that we had this connection, Jerry and I, because Jerry used to go there, and my daughters used to go there when they were real little. My twenty, my oldest one went there um, for kindergarten, first grade, and then they even extended second grade and third grade for her um, because those are back in the Wingstop days, and we traveled a lot and uh, just were gone a lot, and it was easier to have her in a school that was just, you know, kind of catered to our schedule because things were so hectic uh, in our lives. Uh, but uh, but you went to Little Red Schoolhouse, too, and we were talking about Sarah Elford, who's still alive we want to go and see her uh, she lives I think in Plano and a retirement home and she's a wonderful woman and gosh and Jamie and all of them Miss A and Miss B and all you know all the women the great women that educated so many children here in the Dallas area mm-hmm. but we have that connection any remarks you want to make about the Little Red Schoolhouse Jerry and any fond memories you have I have so many fond memories riding the uh, horse tree uh, <laughs> sitting, around, yep. sitting around the piano Mm-hmm. Um, they they taught me my very first silly parody song. Mm-hmm. Do you remember it? I'm is- dreaming of a pink and purple polka dotted Christmas. I remember that one. Yeah, just like the ones I've never known. <laughs> that yeah. was in kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. They had a music program that was wonderful, and it I, was it was well advanced because well advanced, I remember yeah. I got out of their first grade, and then I went into public school for second grade, and I was already fifty percent ahead of all the other kids. It's what mm-hmm. set me on my track mm-hmm. of not being yeah. interested in school anymore. Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 nobody would challenge me like they did. Right, they need to bring music back. Like, really have a great music uh, class in our in our public school system. I think that and time out in nature; those are the two top things I would pick, um, because it is so important in brain development. Which is why I chose that school. Because you know, I started my my firstborn in music lessons when she was six months old. Believe it or not, we used to go to this. I can't think of the name of it, but she would. I would teach her rhythms and clapping, even though she was only six months old. And she would sit there, and she had like a little tambourine and a little shaky thing and you learn, you know, and music and she, uh, 
you know, consequently turned out to be quite brilliant. She's got an incredible mind, but I do attribute it to all the music lessons. And there's actually science to back it up that children that uh, engage in music starting at a very early age go on to have very high IQs. Um, and uh, and it's just it's it's backed up by science. I'm living sure. proof of that. You are living proof of that. Your mind is off the charts. The way you can recall the recall that you have for songs, and just you're very talented. You are, and it started with your music and uh, the Little Red Schoolhouse. It did. So, <laughs> you know what? We're way over time on break, and we'll come back. We'll talk about a few more of these questions. Hope you're enjoying the show. You're listening to One Life Radio with Bernadette, Jerry, and Marie. We will be right back. You're listening to One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at oneliferadio.com. Hey, everyone. I have to share a story about how amazing TerraFlora Advanced Care is for gut health. So my friend Liz contracted a debilitating intestinal bacterial infection about a month ago. Her doctor told her she could have died if left untreated. He prescribed a strong antibiotic that treated her infection, but unfortunately left her with terrible stomach bloating along with other intestinal issues. I recommended that she take TerraFlora Advanced Care to help her replenish the good gut bacteria lost by taking the antibiotic. Liz said she could tell the difference in her gut immediately after taking the advanced care. Her stomach bloating went away and she could feel her gut working the way it's supposed to. She says TerraFlora Advanced Care has been a game changer and she won't go without it. I hear stories like this all the time about TerraFlora Advanced Care and all the TerraFlora probiotics. I have been taking them for years myself and I encourage everyone to visit Enviromedica.com to see their full line of probiotics and find the one that's right for you. That's Enviromedica.com. We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. What's the matter with your life? Why you gotta mess with mine? Don't keep sweating what I do Cause I'm gonna be go. just fine Check it out If I wanna take a guy Home with me tonight It's one of your business And if she wanna be a freaking Sell it on a weekend Now you shouldn't even get into Who I'm giving skins to I love that song. Thank you so much, Jerry, for playing it. Welcome back to One Life Radio. We are live. This is Bernadette, Jerry, and Marie. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. We're just doing a fun show today, a little bit of improv, having fun with it. And I hope you're enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Are you enjoying it, Jerry? Very much so. <laughs> what this about is fun. what about you, Marie? You're, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is fun. See, we it's could fun. do after, we could we could do a morning talk show. Oh, I know we could. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you know, because you know, my it's hard for me to like switch over because we we address and cover so many serious topics, right? Uh, and things that uh, you know where a lot of people are suffering, and so you take it very serious, and then to switch over and be funny. But we all, you know, need a little humor in our lives, and and I, I'm actually glad that the guests canceled because uh, that we can get them back on. But we don't get many opportunities to really uh, have fun, and so I'm really enjoying it today. I didn't stress out at all. I was like, oh my gosh, this will be fun. I can't wait. Uh, which is, I've come a long way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> from the early days of uh, One Life Radio, uh, almost 12 years now, uh, on August the 9th. April 9th will be the first first time I, w- I was on the air, actually. And August the 9th uh, of uh, this year, it will be 12 years that I signed my first contract. So 12 years of my life uh, I've dedicated to this, and not one regret, not one. It's been uh, quite, uh, quite an adventure. 
And I love talking, just talking like this. So uh, here's the next question in this article. If you're just now joining us and maybe you're like, what's going on here? We're covering an article. Uh, about how to say no, right? And when you're in a tough spot, how to say no and not feeling bad about it. So here's the next one. We have a couple of friends whom we enjoy seeing but don't feel super close to, yet they are always asking us to drinks and dinner. We need to take a break without hurting their feelings. So what do you say? How, How would you, that is a little tricky. How would you handle that? Jerry, I'll go to you first. How would you handle that? Just straight up. I can't tonight. I got other things I gotta do. We yeah. can reschedule. We do this a lot. We got plenty of time. Mm-hmm. We'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll rain check it. Yeah. No, and I, I actually have trouble with this because I have a lot of friends and I enjoy a, uh, a lot of different people's company. And uh, plus I have a lot of responsibility with all of my animals. And so I only have one window every day, a little opportunity to get out of the house for a couple of hours and get everything done. Like today, after the show, I'm going to Costco. Love Costco. Can't wait. <laughs> Love that place. <laughs> I really do. Do you not like Costco? No. Well, okay. Maybe Costco's fine. I don't like the primates that it's filled with. Uh, Why? What? The primates. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're trying to say. <laughs> the humans, the feral okay. humans that it's filled okay. with every day. Oh, okay. Well, you know, today there's not going to be many primates there because it's raining, and that's another reason I'm going. Uh, typically, when the weather's bad, it's very slow and during the week. So if you don't know this, I'll give you a Costco tip here that the best days to shop with the least amount of primates is Tuesday and Wednesday. Okay, and, duly yeah. noted. Yeah, and uh, especially if you're uh, out east because then you don't get caught up in the traffic going out over the bridge uh, to Rockwall. But, uh, and you know where that is. Isn't that where your family lives? You go out uh, 30, right? 30 east to go to your family? 80. Oh, 80 east. Well, they're kind of, They, you know, they live they're outside parallel. of Terrell. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. They live but, east of Terrell in a little town called Tickle Me Elmo. Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> you're joking. No, it's called Elmo. Oh. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Elmo, Texas. Been there. Been there, been yeah, there. my dad owns a large swath of property out there. Yeah, like it's he owns a percentage of the entire town. He owns wow. much property. Wow, it's on the way to Louisiana, right? Uh, you can get to Louisiana that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Marie, how would you handle this uh, situation if you've got a friend or friends that's, uh, that keep inviting you over and uh, and you don't uh, you don't want to go out with them every single every single time they ask? Do you want to take a break without hurting their feelings? What would you do? I would probably, I don't know, because maybe say I'm on a water fast. (laughs) 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 Say you're on a water fast. Why would you lie, though? See, that's the thing, because once you start telling one lie, then you got to tell another lie, and you never really solve the problem. And you say, oh, my God, I love hanging out with you, but, Samuel Clements once said, if you never lie to someone, you never have to remember what you said. That's right. That's true, That is true. It's true. I... I generally, you know, I, I, I don't like a liars. I don't like to lie. I think no good comes out of it. And that's, you know, people will say I'm, you know, a, a straight shooter, and I am uh, sometimes, and I do hurt people's feelings, but I'd rather hear the truth than hear a lie, no matter, even if I don't like hearing it. I mean, you could just say, oh, man, you know, I would love to h- hang out with you, but I, you know, my friends, you know, uh, Mary and John are, you know, asked me to do something this weekend, and I think I might do it with them or whoever it is that you want to see, you know, where you just say, 
<laughs> and then they'll be two like, minute warning. well, why didn't Mary two minute and warning. John invite us? Well, no. no. Or you do this a lot, Marie. When you want to be alone, you say, no, I'm just staying in tonight or I'm staying in on the weekend. I don't think you have a problem with that. Mm-mm. You know, because I invite you along on a lot of things. Or are you lying to me? Do you really, uh, what are you trying to do? No, <laughs> no, seriously, though. But I think that, like, a lot of people will take that if you say, hey, you know, we're, I love hanging out with you, but maybe not as much, then that. I feel like those people will be like, I'm never going to ask them again. Well, I'm maybe I would never say, but like, not as much. You just, you know, you mix your friends up, but you know, I don't know. You just yeah. mix them, you mix them up like you do anything in life. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't exactly choose those words, but you know, it says here I don't know, real quick before the two minute break, it says, resist the urge to let them down uh, gently by being vague. Don't be vague. Well, that sounds like fun. Maybe you uh, give the other person false hope. You don't want to do that. So just be straightforward with them. Love seeing you, but the next few months are so busy for us. Can we check in with you uh, in early March? That's not straightforward. Well, no, it is because it's the truth. You got other friends. It's a very dignified way of saying, I'm sick of you. I need a break from you. Can we do this another time? I can only be around you once a month. No, you just got to mix it up (laughs) if you got a lot of friends. I can totally relate to that. I can. I, I, you know, but uh, yeah, you don't ever want to go busy. You know how some people will do that? That's so rude. Oh, I've never, no. Anyway, all right. I hope you enjoyed the show. I know we enjoyed just, you know, letting our hair down. I hope you enjoyed it. But remember, out there today, when you're out in this world, to drive nice. And remember, you get one body, you get one mind, and you get one life. Live it well. Live it well, everyone. Talk to you tomorrow.